Someone was out throwing a spear last weekend, but what did you do? They were at a Spartan obstacle race. There's 5K, 10K, half marathon, and even longer races. But with obstacles along the way, wall climbs, monkey bars, barbed wire, and yes, even spear throws, it's incredible. The people, the energy, the support, the camaraderie, even the course itself, I promise you'll be glad you took it on. Race with your friends, coworkers, even by yourself. You'll make new friends on the course. I have a limited amount of of free races to give away with Spartan this year. If you want to change your life with one simple move, make a public commitment and put a date on the calendar. All you need to do is post a video or photo of yourself training for you and your Spartan race. Use the hashtag Spartan training and tag at Spartan. Tag us too and make sure you send me a screen grab and I will give you a code for a free Spartan race. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at orcacoolers.com. And what better way to go into the summer than with a new cooler or a chaser, traveler, camper, barrel, all the good things that they have at Orca Coolers, all the different ways you can hold your drinks. And then you can put your drinks in those roto molded coolers. Make sure to use code DADSEASON for 20% off your order. That's code DADSEASON for 20% off your order at orcacoolers.com. Today's show is also sponsored by our friends at distilleryproducts.com, the best place to go for wholesale pricing on laser edge glassware, other swag like flasks and cool things there. They have those mirror tumblers that are good too. Make sure to reach out to me. I'd love to get you in touch with Carson, Janie, Vicky, all the good folks at distilleryproducts.com. That's where we use for our glasses. You should use them too. If you're a podcast, a distillery, a blog, maybe you're a bourbon group, go ahead and use distilleryproducts.com. Do we want to have the Batman talk or the elephant in the room talk? What's the elephant in the room talk? That Instagram post the other night. You mean today? No, I mean the other night. Which one? Hey, I-, I got the Rona, which means I probably don't have a palate. And I'm also pouring Zeke's Four Roses pick that is fairly inexpensive. I have backups. And I will also say that I have not lost my taste or my smell. You know, I could make a joke here. I'll I'll hold off. I way, yeah, your joke was lame, and it was lame the other million times you've said it. We know you think my palate's broken, and maybe Rona fixed it. I don't know what you're saying, but I wasn't gonna say either one of those. Things. All I'm saying is I wanted to treat myself. I wasn't feeling the best. If anything, that should be a compliment to you and this four roses barrel that you picked because I wasn't feeling very well and I wanted something nice to make me feel better. I reached for that bottle. So I if I were you, I would take it as a compliment. I wouldn't sit there and say, Oh man, he's got COVID. He's pouring this real I mean, I wanted to feel special because my body is not feeling that special. I wanted a treat, and that's what I went for. I mean, if it gives you an emotional high, that's a completely different angle. I didn't see coming. I'll give you credit there. It gives me one every single time, too. And inversely, it gave me an emotional not high. Like, oh, no, it made me feel great. One. It made me pouring feel great. Right now? <laughs> yes. Because when I'm not feeling my best, I want to feel pretty. I mean, at least you can get a bottle of uh, you know, hypnotic or whatever that pink stuff is. Pepto Bismol? No, there's that like liquor liqueur thing. I don't know what it's called. Hello, hello, everyone. 
my name is John Edwards. With me, as always, is Zeke Baker. And together, we make the Dad's Drink of Bourbon. Wherever you are, whatever time it is, thank you for making us part of your day. If you are following along the saga that is Dad's Drinking Bourbon trying to keep this show going, last week I had strep. I legitimately had strep. The worst part about it is, you know, we got to kind of Friday, Saturday, and the other half was not feeling her best, and she was in bed. And I took our daughter out to the mall. I got Mother's Day presents. I did all sorts of stuff. We're driving home from the mall. Now I feel bad, right? Because I just felt like, okay, here I am. I'm getting over strep. I was at the mall with my daughter. We're driving home. We're almost home. And I get a text from my wife. I just tested positive for coronavirus. I'm like, great. We should probably test too. And now I feel really bad that I was at the mall. We get home, we test, we have it too. Both of us. Three tests all came back with the double lines. We have been in our house ever since to the point where I feel like my daughter has got super strength on coronavirus. Like she's just got more energy where you know it's not terrible i'll have the occasional cough i think if anything it's more energy wise like you do something and then you're like i i could take a nap right now i think i could take a nap i have not taken days off of work or anything like that i i don't want to burn pto when i work from home just over this so i've been working every day and here i am i'm with you now zeke and we're about to taste some whiskey so that is what's going on and uh, that's my story and i'm sticking to it well, I mean, the energy thing's apparent. You're not able to hit the gym every day. The endorphins aren't getting ramped up. You might go into like a short-term like slump thing. I wouldn't say depression, but you've built like you're used to that. When you pull it out, the hormones just drop. And I'm not even feeling like you're trolling me here. You're being 100% serious because I, yeah, you know, it's it, a thing you do. Like it's a routine. Yeah. Your body's used to that stimulus. If it's there hitting every day at a certain time, it hits. It's part of your day. It's people with coffee, people with just caffeine or whatever else gets them going. But whatever gets your juice is flowing when they don't and it's a sudden drop, I feel like it's a two to three fold effect that goes in the opposite direction. A hundred percent. I mean, and and that's the thing, even, you know, right around that seven to nine in the morning time when I would go, I just know like, man, I should be there. And I I feel like I need to move a little bit. So, you know, I've been taking the dogs for long walks and trying to get out, stay away from people and get a little bit of uh, some sort of movement in there. But, you know, obviously not a lot going on. So I am ready. I should be good by Thursday, Friday. I'm going to test again tomorrow night, see where we stand. If we have negative tests, then we Is it can... really only five now? It's five now. Wow. Remember when it used to be like 15 and then moved to 10? And now... Yeah. I, I almost hesitated saying it because it's such a, a slope I don't want to go into, but like, yeah. Yeah. I mean, this is non-political. Yeah. This is non... <laughs> I'm just going by the guidelines and what I'm supposed to do. I mean, the worst part about it, I think, is just having a kid that's sick too and then her just saying over and over like i want to be with my friends i want to be at school i want to be with my friends and you're like well you're stuck with us yeah i don't even think six the right word because they're just quarantined (laughs) i guess they're stuck like sorry i've still got the same amount of energy maybe more i've got this thing that you can't explain to me and i don't know what it is but you're telling me i just gotta be here stuck inside these four walls all day and we paid for this thing where it was like a dance class on zoom 
And all she wanted to do, I mean, I I heard them, right? Because I was downstairs working and I heard them upstairs and the Zoom person, like the teachers, like, where's everybody from? And there were people from Tennessee, Alaska, California, Florida, Alabama, like all over these kids had paid for this virtual Zoom dance lesson. And all Sophie wanted to do, she's like, do you want to see my American Girl doll? Do you want to, like, she's just screaming at the teacher, like, do you want to see my doll? Do you want to see? Look, she's from Australia. It was cute. Maybe, maybe got muted, but hopefully she didn't notice. I, <laughs> yeah, I think it was a self mute. I think the mute was put on her own computer without her knowing. Long story short, that's what's going on in my neck of the woods. How are you doing? Everything good? Good week? It's been busy. It's been good. Got out and played golf Sunday. Saturday was fun. Had a barbecue, a birthday. Bounced around town a little bit. Man, you ought to see this course that's here. It's local, like Shelby. Have you ever played this thing? Yeah. It reminds me of home, which is a good and a bad thing, because <laughs> there's very many elements that are cow pasture-ish. Almost every hole was uphill. The greens were tiny. It was so firm, and by firm, I mean dry. If you didn't make the green or if you were putting from the wrong side of the green, you could easily be back to where you started or 20 yards downhill. Oh, man, that's rough. How did you end up shooting? That? Um, I got three pars, which is better than two. One on the front nine, two on the back. So I was one ahead of my uh, expected goals. Um, and I also bladed a lob wedge into a home. Oh, I wasn't paying attention to you. I was just kind of going like, oh, yeah, what? And then <laughs> snuck that in there. I was about 15 yards from the hole, and I was just going to, you know, try to sit it up there nice and easy. Because, again, like these greens were small. They were firm. Bump and run was not really a good play that day. But lob wedge head- into the house was the better oh. play. Old head came up a little fast. That lob wedge shot, shot about 100 yards instead of 15. And even better, they had a uh, a pool deck with like uh, you know dowels or whatever the a bigger form of a dowel is called in between you know the, the railing. It shot through it and still hit the house. <laughs> oh man, it didn't hit the window though. It just hit the house, right? No, but I wasn't going to find that ball. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> Speaking of something we can find, Heaven Hill has released the spring 2022 version of Old Fitzgerald bottled in bond this is something that we have had for a minute and we haven't been able to get together to actually do this one we want to spend a little bit of time on it so of course zeke wanted to do this when i was down for the count and i have covid so his palate is going to carry us i still can smell and taste so i will try to do my best but i don't necessarily trust it right now i mean i i do and i don't i know i do smell Anyways, the spring edition denotes a green label consistent across all spring releases, as was the case for the past editions. This edition's tax strip, which has always been a signature of transparency on bottle and bond products, will disclose when the liquid was produced and bottled. It will be available on an allocated basis, and this will meets the strict requirements of a bottled and bond, the product of a single distillery from a single distilling season aged a minimum of four years and bottled at 100 proof or 50% ABV. The MSRP of this one is $185. This is the first 17-year-old of the nationally released series that features bourbon pulled from across three floors of Rickhouse V at Heaven Hill Distillery's main campus. As a leader of 
blah, blah, blah. So yes, three floors of Rickhouse V, 17 years old, 100 proof, 185 bucks. You know the drill. What did you think about this whiskey, Zeke Baker? Well, I do want to ask too before we dove in. Is this the oldest one? I mean, I can't keep up with it, which is a good thing because they've been pumping out these releases twice a year for a bit now. At least in my mind, they kind of all muddle together. But I feel like this is the oldest one, right? The red one. What was that? (laughs) I'm asking you. I don't know. You're the stat guy. This is the oldest one. The red one that I was maybe thinking about that was 16 years but 17 years is the oldest one we have uh fall of 2021 was 11 years spring of 21 was eight years 14 years in 2020 14 and 9 and then 15 and 13 in 2019 9 and 11 in 2018 and then that special 2020 release of the 16 year so 17 years is the oldest old fits that we have had so far all those numbers i just want to holler out bingo i know i just threw out a lot of numbers to try to confuse (laughs) you and also coincidentally too you know they just put out the other uh heaven hill 17 lto product which if you haven't heard that review um check it out it's worth a listen for this little bad boy here the old fit 17 it brought me back a bit i thought that um The first thing I put down for the nose was charcoal mellowed. And what I mean by that was some of like the dustier Heaven Hill products, older stuff that used to come out like Bourbon Hill or Bargetown Club. And those were all age-stated products, you know, 10, 12, 15 years. You could tell by the labels, like it was made by Heaven Hill. It just had various labels. Anytime you have one, it takes you back to a memory of different whiskey to a fair degree and, and to that note i really thought it reminded me at least nose wise of you know charcoal mellowing in the sense of an older uh you know oaked or aged bourbon and i guess to be specific or slightly more on the notes for the nose i would say it was you know heavily charred corn on the cob and then on the back side if you've had an, an older bourbon product and you know folks always love to throw out the funk word the funk's definitely there. It noses on the back end pretty good. Palette-wise, I thought it was crisp, but it didn't really bite, if that makes sense, in the realm of like a hyper-aged product, char, et cetera. Nice, fair hints of marshmallow came in behind that. It is char-forward, which, I mean, it's 17 years aged, bottled and bond, so it's 100 proof. I thought it was more char-forward than oak-forward, which I would akin to the fact of, again, it's being a hundred proof product. I don't know how much they watered it down, but obviously some water had to go in there to get to that proof. Uh, The finish is a very strong linger of char more than grain, but it does hang around for quite some time. And it's just much more of a char than a grain feel to me. I don't get oak though. You know, for 17 years there, you're right. There's a little bit of char there, but it's not overly oaky. And it doesn't kind of make you be like, oh man, like it's very creamy. I would say there, there's an awesome mouthfeel to it. The baking spice for me really comes through in the nose and the taste though, as well. Just like lots of baking spices. Taste has some caramel in there too. I definitely, you know, I hate to rely on the old favorites like vanilla and caramel and things like that, but I think there is a, a fair amount of vanilla in there. 
definitely uh, maybe some chocolate too as well. It's like a swirl ice cream where there's a little bit of chocolate, a little bit of vanilla in there. But I'm with you, a little bit of char, lots of spice, but not too much. Like it, it's it's not like spicy, like it's going to singe or burn or, or anything like that. It's just like that nice, like a snickerdoodle cookie type thing. Like the spices are there. But it's not a, it's not overtly cinnamon. You know, like cinnamon is not the biggest thing coming through. It's not a, it's not a rye spice. It's like, you know, baking spices. There's cinnamon or snickerdoodle. I couldn't tell you the last time I had one. Just in my mind, I guess the fact that snicker and doodle go together, I don't think of spice. So if I'm wrong, I'll own it. But my memory. This popular cinnamon sugar, soft and chewy sugar cookie recipe. No shit. Yes. Chalk one up for you. <laughs> Man. Well, I said I had one. I just, I mean, when you hear sticker, do you think of spice? I mean, obviously it must've came before the Snickers bar because why would you call it that? But yeah, it was way before went. the Snickers bar, dumbass. Well, I heard was Snicker. I was like, spice. No, Snickers is like hangry. <laughs> Snickers <laughs> is peanut nougaty caramel chocolate. I did wonder a good bit kind of thinking about this and tasting it more the way that, like you said, and agree, there's there's just not a ton of oak there for 17 years. There's char. I wonder, you know, what the proof was to begin with. And if you stopped somewhere in the middle. Would it have more like, oak? You know, in a more of a balance of an oak char harmony, I guess I would say. I mean, I'm not complaining, though. So I, I don't even need them to stop somewhere in between. I'm kind of happy of where <laughs> this thing turned out. Oh, no, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying, you know, we always like to ponder on you know, where the lines could have been if you just, just, you know, arbitrarily pick a proof. I just throw it out there as a random thought in my head. No, I, I mean, I know what you're saying. And I think there's something there, right, that different things would pop out at different proofs. But very happy. I mean, I have been very, very impressed with the 17 year releases from heaven hill this year let's just say like if we're putting an all-star team together in 2022 any 17 year release from heaven hill has pretty much made the team for me and is in a starting position oh, i mean the fact that it i mean literally i think it's bourbon hill that i have the 15 year i don't can't remember it's in storage nothing cracked in forever like i said the bardstown club all those random old heaven hills that you know weren't a heaven hill label but were this is the first thing I've had in forever, especially for a new product. I was like, oh, all right. Is this kind of blowing your mind on pre-fire versus? Uh... I wouldn't go that far, but to like you and others that always like to chime in of, well, there's no difference. I don't know why pre-fire would be different. <laughs> this one toes the line. This would be that happy medium guy that'd be like, well, what about him? What about, you know, cousin Earl over here? cousin earl this this release is now going to be referred to as the cousin earl old fits <laughs> you know that one family member like we don't always like to acknowledge him but man he's got some good like you know traits and characteristics about him make you say damn he's so he's bruno just hiding in the walls <laughs> like he's uncle bruno zeke doesn't talk about bruno i would just say you know, the only thing on this, let's be honest, it's a hefty price tag. It's 185 bucks. They did deviate normally. Old Fitz does 10 bucks a year. This one went up to 185 bucks. So they added on an extra 15 bucks at the end. 
that normally is not there. Okay. Inflation. It's a lot. I think if you have it and you're a person with disposable income, you ain't going to be disappointed. If not, you know, you could get it at a bar. That's what it is. We've, you know, it is what it is. We've talked about it too many times. It's where bourbon is. It's a good pour though. It's a great pour. You ain't going to yeah. be disappointed. And would we love to see it less expensive? Sure. Could you reasonably expect any business to sell themselves short when transparently they can see where everyone else is selling similar or even less products, so to speak? Not a chance. I mean, that it just is what it is. Or where other people are selling their own juice, you know? So they're taking the Heaven Hill juice and putting it out at, what is it, 10-year Heaven Hill at Will It goes for how much now or whatever it is? A lot. yeah so i mean justifiably they have a platform to do that and no one no one knows that's heaven hill it's speculation i'll just throw the disclaimer out there thank you stat boy (laughs) (laughs) zeke's very good on vague statements where he comes to me for specifics i mean if you could get this get it if you find it you ain't gonna be i i love this one i've really enjoyed a lot of the old fits releases that have been coming out so this is no different super solid pour zeke anything you want to add i I would just toss in that you know with the bourbon boom who knows how many more hyper aged products we're really going to see come out sure some folks may be sitting on stuff but when folks are beating down your door to sell them more and more and more it's hard to do again think if you're running that business and folks the, you can't keep up with the demand or and there's going to be a break out there right yeah. or, or there's going to be a, it could be another 10 years before we see something like that right like they put all those releases out now and it's like all right now you got to wait 10 15 years for us to age some more stuff up and there you go so i think it, i think in that regard it, it's certainly a a very quality niche product that like you said if it's out there if you can get it get it niche oh, i thought that was that guy that was like a russian or something Nietzsche, he's a philosopher, Oh, but niche product. That'll be another show. That will be another show. I have a little bit of a headache. The coronavirus is getting to me. I'm going to go to bed. So thank you to Heaven Hill for sending us a sample of this. Sorry it took us so long to finally record this, but you can go ahead and find us on Facebook at Dad's Drinking Bourbon, Twitter at Bourbon Dads, Instagram at Dad's Drinking Bourbon. Please, 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 it's been a while since we got one. Leave us an open and honest review, just like we leave open and honest reviews about the whiskey we drink. Zeke, where else can the folks find us? Good old Nashville, Tennessee. Cheers. Ciao.